0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. That's right. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu, And now we delve into our money lessons feature. And my guest this evening is Juanita Kumalo. She's a wellness coach and inspirational fitness figure. Um, She has her own boot camp powered by FitLife magazine. And she has her own website, um, TroveWellness.com she's quite a dynamic influencer in the competitive world of fitness coaching and this 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 industry is just so competitive Juanita thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it and what a wonderful introduction thank you (laughs) I think it is you know everybody is selling I mean you know there's this Wonderful um, videos that goes around on Twitter. I can't remember the names for the life of me, but it takes you back to the days of Jane Fonda, and you know those high socks and the tights and those exercise movements. I mean, it's 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 been around forever. People have been selling fitness, teaching fitness, Mm. influencing on fitness for years and years and years. And this is why I feel that it's such a competitive industry. But you've actually made a name for yourself. So tell me a little bit about you thank you so much for that. I mean, um, my per- my
1: personal fitness journey started two years ago and I was at a point in my life where I was not um, okay. I had just gone through a very, very bad breakup. My, th- my grandmother had just passed on. I piled on the weight because of emotional eating, something that as most women would do. And I piled on 15 kilograms. But one day I looked in the mirror and realized that I could not recognize the woman looking back. She I just, it was just not who I am, and I told myself, I'm going to reclaim my power back, and I'm going to do so to fitness and wellness. I simply started changing my eating habits, started exercising more, and to be quite honest, and I can have look back. And I believe also during my journey as well, I also made sure that I invested in my mental well-being, because I've always believed that. I always believed in holistic wellness, which entails taking care of yourself, not just physically, but ensuring that you are mentally fit as, well mm-hmm. as well as spiritually fit. And that's how true wellness came about because more women started being interested in my journey. And I realized that, you know what? Um, like I said, entrepreneurship came to me as a, as, not as a mistake, but, you know, as a result of that, I realized that, you know what? I need to create platforms where I can share resources and tools to help empower other women that are on a similar journey and are trying to actually actualize their best self and that's how Trove ultimately got formed and if I said, it right now, we do host a couple of boot camps and we have got an online platform and online platform hosts uh, host, uh, resources such as articles on nutrition, fitness, I've got my own wellness podcast, there's wellness directory and of course I've got future expansion plans which will be rolling out through the course of the year.
0: It's so interesting. You know, I read some of uh, some of the notes on you and you say, you know, your fitness journey started when you realized that you were slowly falling out of love with yourself. Oh, that is such an amazing statement. I mean, it, it's so powerful. It's so packed. But so completely, I think one of the biggest
1: issues is that we tend to undermine ourselves. We not realize our value and we don't understand the root of you becoming the best version of yourself. Stop with loving yourself. Because once you love yourself, it's easy for you to set boundaries or you need to set boundaries. It's easy for you to be disciplined because you realize that this is an act of love towards yourself. It literally is something which alters across the entire world's of your life. And it simply comes from realizing that. You need to love yourself more. And to be quite honest, we are spread certainly in this day and age, particularly as mm-hmm. women. We are mothers, we are you are, are expected to be a career woman, an entrepreneur, a daughter, a wife, and so many things. And one thing that the system has basically done is like not centralized us taking care of ourselves and you need to realize and prioritize because if you don't do it, no one's going to do it for you and if you do not, if you fail to prioritize your helping, your well-being, um, there's not going to be anything in your cup to fall, you know, and that's essentially how we crash, how we burn and, you know, like I'd say, a majority of the diseases that we're going to die from in the near future, majority of it at self-imposed, which are lifestyle diseases, things that we could have basically avoided. And That's why taking care of yourself realistically in this day and age is super, super crucial. Especially now during the pandemic, a strong immune system is very important. So you need to make sure that you keep yourself moving on a day-to-day basis.
0: Do you find that there is an important link between your physical wellness, your mental wellness and your bank account, your financial wellness?
1: i 100% completely agree to mm-hmm. that. that. Um, look, one of the things that I realized, especially when I embarked on my wellness journey, is that um, investing, you need to invest in yourself. And <clears throat> one of the investments that we tend to neglect is our wellness. That's why I've decided I have something called my wellness budget. Mm-hmm. and for me my wellness budget entails um, having enough money in my account for my therapy sessions and mind you therapy is not just something which is recommended for when something is wrong broken that could literally just be there as a well, well functioning machine to service your mental well being just like we need to nourish the body we need to nourish the mind so such as you know my wellness budget entails my therapy sessions it entails my antidepressants because I used to suffer from um, depression and insomnia so it my medication, as well as my therapy sessions, that's something which I do not compromise on. And that's something which is ingrained in my month to month budget, my wellness budget. If you are not physically in the right space, it does, of course, affect your physical well-being as well as your financial well-being, mainly because of the fact that it all starts in the mind. That's mm-hmm. why taking care of the mind is so, so important. In order for you to wake up and train, you need to mentally convince yourself. In order for you to wake up and decide to prep your meals and make sure that you're eating healthy, it comes from the mental, it's all mental game. In order for you to be able to plan accordingly, financially, except deciding, you know what, these are my savings and this is what I'm going to invest in and this way I'm going to curb my spending and this way I'm going to identify and measure expenditures. It starts with being mental effect. The mental effect is the crux of the mental of your
0: wellness
1: and that's something that, like I said, it does go into every single facet of your
0: life. So you say your journey, you know, the journey into fitness actually started a few years ago when you were falling out of love with yourself, you realized you put on a lot of weight. But growing Mm. up, was there anything to shape your views around money? What was it like growing up? Um, Was there money always available, I mean, you know, or or was it a struggle? Mm. So to me, I do not come from a walk home. In fact, I come from, I'll
1: say, um, not <coughs> I was not privileged. So me, like my mom was a sales lady, my father was a teacher, and I had to pay for my own varsity fees through getting a scholarship and so forth. So money was not something which was just really available to me as a kid. And that taught me a lot about like um, spending, only spending wisely. For example, I used to make sure that, you know what, I do not have the money to take tap shop money every single day and buy a pizza and cold drink and sweets and so forth like other kids. So what I used to do is that I used to make sure my mom Buy some of food, lots of bread, and um love of bread, ham, mayo, and lettuce and tomatoes and, and, and you know cheese, which came out to be so much more affordable compared to like what you'd buy if you took money to school. And when the money I took literally was to buy like, you know, five random to buy like a few sweets, like two, three sweets on, you know, mm. every now and again during the week. And but that was simply about it. And because of the fact that I grew up in i from not so privileged, I am more pedantic about how I spend my money and I do not want to repeat the same lot Cycle of my life that I lived in. Therefore, I want to make sure that I have a better life, and I, my children to get to have their lives with they've got things such as you know. Um, for the eradication education in place and, you know, trust if necessary. But I know that, like, I grew up with money very, very strictly. And <clears throat> because of that, I know not to spend money. I, people probably assume that I spend money on quite a lot of things. That is actually the, the complete opposite. I miss it. I then within my means, within my necessities. And that's how, you know, growing up, it has helped me to be very, very um, strict and count every single cent. What did you do with the first paycheck? Actually, my not this paycheck. When was me? it? <laughs> I was still spreading, but um, and that was because of the fact that like I had to pay some of my. I actually paid my deposit for my last year's spreading, So I uh, actually what I did was I used to like, I worked during the holidays, <coughs> November, December, January, in mm-hmm. retail, and you know about that that's peak time. So what I did was that I made enough money to actually pay off my deposit. Look for at the next you. Year. That's what I and that's what I did. And like I said, I took myself to school so, you know, I didn't have the luxury of, you know, slash no, you know, or like just intentionally saying the money, so that's what I did and then well no also what I did was that but that is the year in my final year of study where I switched from studying full time to part time mm-hmm. and then the, and then I worked full time. So I did that in order to be able to pay for my rent and obviously to, to pay for the rest of my fees for my final year of study.
0: But surely there are some weaknesses. Is there anything that you, that you spend an extra amount of money on? Do you <laughs> ever spoil yourself with anything? Like, um, if I was We're not going to judge you. I know. But I'm
1: not, I'm not going to lie. My taste in food is expensive. <laughs> Ooh, are you a foodie? Sorry. No, no really, in the sense that like, um, I eat healthy but I really I make it very fun for myself. You know, I'll buy things such as salmon, things such as like candlestick and broccoli. you know, I'll make you know, some palms and chickens like that. I, I, I love recipes and I love cooking and for me that's what inspires me. So um Okay,
0: you know, so well, you I'm are all cooking, cooking all your own food though. You're not spending on expensive restaurants. I
1: really go out and <clears throat> unfortunately, I think that's also mainly because of the fact that I mean, I used to be in corporate and transitioned into being an entrepreneur a year ago, and with that came my massive changes. Where I realized I need to downgrade certain things, and I've really just been so busy and focused, and literally investing every single cent into my business. Because what people don't tell you is that when you start a business, like um, before, you, you you're not just you know the curve where it's from zero, where you on the x and y axis and then it goes up into of the stages of a business. There's a part where underneath the access on the left, and that's when you need the most investment from, and the only people that are going to invest in you during that period your mm. friends, family, or fools. I mean, because your idea, your business is still at an idea stage, and no one's willing to take the kind of risk because there's no guarantee it'll work. So, majority of my funding actually went into... <coughs> that part of the business, mm-hmm. the conceptualization. I mean, I remember I used my, I used my bonus from when I was in corporate, put money in there. So literally everything the money that I did through my other income streams, such as being a social media influencer, i bit of that money. I took it and I invested it in my company. And yes, right now, we have, I've gotten to a point where the business, the events that I'm doing are profitable now. And we have managed to become profitable, break even and get into the profitable zone. Um, <coughs> They still need to Quite a bit of money, but like the adhesion's gone from the negative to going into the positive, where it's a self sustained business. So, the majority of the funds that I had in money literally went towards that. I cannot, cannot, cannot remember very much the last time I went on a lunch date or dinner date with a friend. And like I said, <laughs> it's been a bit of a rough time, but it is still investment has really, really, really uh, been worth it. And you know, because straight by straight, I'm seeing the rewards and reaping the rewards of my. Business becoming profitable, and um, honestly, um, it is growing. Last few events were completely sold out, and we are estimate, Basically, we need to estimate much bigger numbers,
0: which is the time. So, every single um, investment is really worth it. Well, what are you doing right now? I mean, how are you managing with this lockdown? I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about you know businesses sold out, and I mean, you also run boot camps. So, how mm-hmm. are you doing this at this time? How are you managing during COVID nineteen? Well, I mean, the downside is that we were supposed to have four events for the year <clears throat> and we've cut it down to having
1: two only. One we already had in March, luckily before the pandemic actually came to South Africa. So ideally, I'm looking to have the second one in November. That is, of course, it's a touch and go situation right now because we're not sure when we'll be allowed to socialize again. But what I've done now is that I've gone more online and more brands are going online because a lot of people, have, a lot of brands had to change their strategies, and the marketing strategies for the year to basically get more present online. If you are a content creator or any business, now's the time to punt online and to go e-commerce because that's where it's grooming. That's where everybody is at the present moment. So for me, my income stream now is actually less the bootcamp has gone down for the quiet. But from a social media influencer and a content producer in the wider space, I've had more um opportunities and partnerships with brands. So that is fundamentally how I'm actually still able to keep a float with my I with generating an income. Basically I've taken my business online and even true sure that the business has expansion plans to automate itself online to an e-commerce store by selling merchandise as well as selling and um, workout and exercise programs as well as eating programs. So there's a right environment for me to go um digital mainly because mm-hmm. like I said because of COVID it's definitely gonna change how we do business going forward and now would be the perfect, perfect Perfect time for you to, you know, penetrate and establish yourself on a, on they perspective. Well,
0: what is the most important lesson that you would give anybody during this time? For somebody, I mean, you've just started your business. You said it's just over a year old. You've become a new entrepreneur. What is the most important lesson that somebody can take away from you? Look,
1: um, <clears throat> one of the most important lessons that I can share with someone at the present moment, especially considering this time. Um, concerning the pandemic. Number one, of course, I think it's a little bit late, <laughs> but if you have, you know, a month or two earlier, I would have definitely say always ensure that you've had a bit of savings, mainly because you cannot predict this. No one could have predicted something like this. Mm. Yes, have got savings towards certain goals, such as either um, having acquiring a house or going um, on a holiday destination abroad, but we never, we never tend to ensure that like our emergency
0: funds are. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.